0: Hi everyone, this is the Power of Storage podcast with the PowerStore series, and I'm Mick Turner, and I hope everyone's doing well. I am really pleased today to welcome Audrius Strapakis from ISG Product Management and Brian McFetis, an engineering technologist, both on the PowerStore products. Welcome, guys. So today we are going to talk about the world of automation and how our PowerStore users enable automation in their IT ecosystems. So uh, let me first ask Brian, what really is driving this need?
1: Uh, So Mick, for me, I think the customers I talk to, it it really comes down to three things that's driving the automation. Uh, And it's a need for our customers to have speed, efficiency, and agility when dealing with their storage resources and their environment. Kind of starting at the bottom with administrators that have to deal with storage technology and, and related resources every day. Give, this automation gives these uh, gives those administrators a, a chance to breathe, right? It's it's letting them be a little bit more efficient with their time, uh, and then also the resources that they manage. You know, we're we're giving them the building blocks to get some uh, common repetitive tasks done kind of quickly and easily, so they can move on to kind of higher value problems to solve. Uh, the next level up from there uh, for for automation is really about integration and enabling that integration with uh, self-service catalogs and, and, and ticketing systems uh, to make it easy for uh, the administrators and users to do some of the things themselves um, and, and take over a little bit of the load and, and drive those use cases and, and provision their own storage in some cases. And then finally, at the highest level, it's, it's really kind of hands-off-the-wheel, self-driving car type of uh, scenario where developers don't have to deal with the infrastructure at all. Uh, we have clearly defined storage profiles and uh, classes of storage, which they can use within the code themselves to ensure their applications and workloads get exactly what they need at the time of deployment and enable that even more integration with their uh, code uh, systems and build systems.
0: That, that's that's great. And I know we'll dig into that a little bit more as we move forward with regards to some specific customer use cases. But, um uh, obviously, all our storage platforms support REST APIs today, and we put in significant efforts to enable the various personas, like storage folks and the SREs and the DevOps guys, that are doing this automation. And they are obviously looking to uh, to streamline their operational deployments. But, uh, Audrey, to you, um, can you talk a little bit about the actual integration tools that we deliver to our customers?
2: We have support for multiple automation platforms. We Realize that customers have a choice and they they can choose based on their preferences, based on their workload types, um, corporate strategy. They may want to choose Ansible versus VRO versus PowerShell, maybe Puppet. And we do support variety of uh, those tools today with PowerStore specifically. PowerStore is our flagship product. We want to make it easy for customers to automate and APIs are specifically designed for automation purposes. The performance of APIs is excellent. And the, the amount of um, modules uh, and automation tools we provide is um, large. So we we all thinking about the developer's experience and, uh, and our automation of storage. Because our automation essentially is becoming a very important um, strategy or very important of the corporate strategy when it comes to data management and the infrastructure management, the amount of data growing every year, it's, it's, it's essential to automate storage provisioning and, and the management. So, uh, as, I, as I said earlier, our store is our flagship product. We try to autom- provide modules or building blocks, as Brian said, for any automation platforms that are popular and available in the market today. Cool
0: um and and obviously we have a uh, a breadth of, of these tools available and uh, there's a lot of use cases that can that our customers can do what are we actually seeing the deploy that them deploying i mean is it a realistic expectation today that if uh if we have a customer that say is looking to um is is looking to enable a public cloud type experience with regards to their on-prem tools. Um, is, is that feasible? And what kind of breadth of use cases are you seeing our customers actually deploying today? Uh, to either of you guys?
1: So from my perspective, Mick, I guess I'm seeing a little bit more lower level uh, interaction with, with the modules and plugins that we have um, where storage administrators You know, take these and are able to uh, automate repetitive tasks that, uh, you know, just take them either a long time to do or it could be error prone through typos and and other errors. Uh, It was just with the operation. Uh, Or they take, uh, instead of looking at it from a task, or maybe they look at it from a cookie cutter um, type scenario where they have a common configuration that they want to reach. Maybe for a particular uh, application type. Uh, they always provision, you know, a certain amount of uh, volumes for a certain amount of hosts with a certain amount of protection. Uh, so that kind of configuration can be defined within their automation. Um, and again, they can just kind of stamp out the cookie cutter uh, setup whenever they need to spin up a new environment.
2: Audrey, uh, any yeah. thoughts? I agree with Brian. And I, just to add to what Brian said, uh, we're seeing lots of interest in connecting automation tools to service catalogs such as uh, serviceNow and we have quite a few samples built that allows as Brian said just to use those playbooks and ansible modules that we developed uh, to essentially kickstart the uh, for kickstart automation in the enterprise again so our purpose is to make our customers' life easier and um, and, and fast deliver their solutions to the market.
0: Great, and and when you say service now, I'm guessing that that would also lead into kind of a self-service type of uh, of automation process for provisioning and and application kind of deployment yeah. for infrastructure.
2: Right? Yeah, very much true. Uh, customers, well, developers, primary uh, primary infrastructure customers, and they they use the cloud-like experience. They're looking for something similar or from the enterprise IT. And that's essentially what drives the automation, one of the automation drivers, certainly. Um, So enterprise IT is trying to automate and provide cloud-like experience. Uh, They need to have service catalog, they need to have all the building blocks that connect to the service catalog and uh, Ansible or VRO or um, Puppets or PowerShell modules that we supply. Would be used for those purposes
0: cool and, and and also just to bring up something else i know a lot of our customers are looking at um, kubernetes and some of the native cloud kind of programming uh, infrastructure uh, how do, do we have integration points there too
2: certainly kubernetes is uh, certainly bringing a new experience and um, changing the way rules are being traditionally distributed at the enterprise as um, Brian mentioned earlier. Many of the Kubernetes users expect the provisioning to be done um, by themselves. So customers, Kubernetes users, essentially provisioning storage, deprovisioning storage, create snapshots, and this is this is not the way we traditionally used to um, to deal with storage, especially provisioning tasks. Traditionally, uh, provisioning tasks belong to storage admins they were holding the keys to the storage kingdom if you will and this is this is changing rapidly with kubernetes kubernetes takes those keys from the storage admin deliver to the end user allow them to deal with provisioning because they they know how much capacity they need uh, what when do they need us this, this capacity and when they no longer need this capacity so they can release this capacity and make it available for other customers to use and that's that uh, certainly changes the, the the entire game and price. Uh, we do have CSI drivers for PowerStore and other storage arrays that uh, are part of the MC portfolio. Uh, but uh, we're seeing lots of lots of interest in in PowerStore specifically because PowerStore gives this. Um, uh, Versatility of workloads supports versatility of workloads. Uh, it supports file system. It supports block storage, and uh, you know that uh, enterprise has a variety of workloads. Some databases do require block storage versus file shares. Probably will benefit from the NFS type of um, capabilities, and that's that's where PowerStore really outshines. Uh, competition and, and uh, other storage areas. yeah
0: and i know there's a lot of integration obviously on the vmware side with the with the uh, x version the power store x versions and apps yep. on um and uh, we also I, I know a full uh, selection of VRealize realize um automation tools and uh uh so let's say a, a customer is looking to learn more they've just received they've got a PowerStore. store for, ex, for for that matter really any of the Dell EMC products, where would be their first point of engagement when it comes, where's the landing page that they would go to, to kind of get access to all of the REST APIs and the SDKs and all of the Ansible tools?
2: Well, the landing page where we have list of all the enablers, including PowerStore, CSI drivers, Ansible modules, Puppet uh, modules, it's uh, dellemc.com slash storage source lemc.com/slash/storage/source is the page, single page listing all the enablers. This is a good place to start with. We do have forms. We do have um, quick links to reference pages for each enabler, and that's um, a way, a convenient way to access all the automation and CSI integration points. Cool.
0: That sounds great. Well, uh, guys, that's uh, been a. It's been a great chat. I think hopefully it's been uh, informative for our listeners. Uh, I appreciate you being here uh, and giving us the insight. Um, Thanks very much for everyone else for listening. This has been Mick Turner for the Power of Storage uh, podcast. Uh, If you like what you heard, please subscribe and have a great day.